Like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. And who we have joining us is the GFM. It's a three-piece metal band of teenage sisters. They just dropped their newest single frame in the perception from their upcoming EP coming out May 27th. And they're currently on tour with uh, Chris Jericho's band, Fozzy. How you doing today? We're doing good. We actually are on the off day today we were supposed to have a show but it got postponed at the last minute so we have an extra off day today and then we have a few of our own like one-off shows and then we meet back up with Fozzie and we're heading out to the west coast that's what's up that's what yeah i'm actually going to the um to the aew show tonight here in pittsburgh yeah we love um, all the AEW stuff. We actually like just got into it right before the store and like we got the call from Chris. So we were just like, oh my goodness, it's so cool. <laughs> How's it been uh, touring with uh, Fozzy and, you know, being around Chris Jericho? How's it been touring with Fozzy? He is so genuine and it's not just Chris, it's Rich, yeah. PJ, Bill, Billy, all Brooks. of them. Even Avery, the, the manager. Yeah. They help us um, not just with like the music side of things, but also with the business side of things. They're giving us a bunch of like pointers and insider uh, like information. And so we're just super grateful for like everything that they're helping us with. Yeah, I was... um. I was at the Fozzie show uh, in Michigan, but I missed you guys because I couldn't get there in time. I, I wish I could have seen you guys perform. Yeah, a lot of people are they are saying that they were coming for Fozzie, but then they caught our set and they're like, oh my goodness. And so now they're telling all their friends not to miss out on GFM. So hopefully we'll be able to come back and you can catch us next time. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, how does it feel to like, you know, be able to do that, like, you know, be in, you know, an opening act on this tour, but, you know, after you guys are done performing, have people talk about you guys and recommend that you get there to watch you guys. It's, we're, it's like we're speechless, yeah. almost. We are just so grateful for people like listening to us and hearing um, our, like, our passion, our music, and our truth, and uh, just people wanting to come and talk to us. So it's just been so different. Um, this is our first time being like playing at main cities and also new states. Like we've never been able to play Delaware, Maine, a lot of the like northeast uh, top states. So yeah, it's just we're just so blown away from all the response. Yeah, it was um, like I did to you like at the merch table uh, later on, and you know taking pictures of everybody. How fun is that to just interact with all these new fans? It's funny to hear like their responses because like we understand like we wear like super girly stuff like we love pink we love glitter and when they watch us play it's like definitely almost like a full one eighty like, oh. yeah because like we love being like really in your face and super loud and um, super energetic and fun and it's just funny to hear their responses when they come back to so, like I didn't know what to expect but, like sometimes people are like well, I'm gonna be honest I would not think this is gonna be good and then I watch you guys and it's just so much fun so it's really funny yeah it's definitely there's just so many fun conversations that happen at the table right 
how how did you know your all sisters and how did, how did you just get into like wanting to do metal so uh, we were playing um what was the first thing like you would say we it was played, like, like hard rock like hard rock yeah and then in 2014 we uh went to a festival called rockville in uh, jacksonville florida um that moved to like daytona now but it was mainly in jacksonville and uh maggie because i went home early me and Lulu went home early because it was super hot uh but maggie listened to bands like bring the horizon ask alexandria mastodon and uh, she was like, I cannot believe this. This is amazing. And so she introduced us to those bands. And then also um, she came across Flyleaf with Lacey Sturm. So Lacey is the reason um, that Maggie screams. And it's, it was really cool. In 2018 or 19, um, and then we played with her a good like three, four times now. And uh, but it was really full circle to be able to like actually perform with her and then meet her for the first time. Um, and then uh, she calls us her like little sisters. But it's funny because she's so short. And so yeah. I feel like we're her big sisters because we're taller than her. Um, <laughs> but she is super sweet. Um, it's just her like whole team. We got um, we were really good friends with her drummer. Um, oh, my am I blanking? Christine? Kristen? Christina? I can't remember, um, but we met with her at Uprise, and everyone is just so genuine. Um, so it, uh, it's just so weird that uh, like your idols that you look up to in like the music industry, and you're playing with them, and they you can call them friends. Um, and then especially with like Chris and everyone on that team. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, what, what do you think it is about you know the band that? it was able to gravitate to these people that you looked up as idols and now you're friends with them, you know, what do you think contributed to that? You know, what do you guys try to do when, you know, making, when you're making your music, performing just the image of everything, you know, why do you feel like, uh, you know, it, it gravitated toward these people that you once looked up to? I think it definitely took just a lot of hard work and we had to put in the time yeah. and like earn that respect and, um, that's something we were told just the entire time when we were creating our first album and then the next project and everything, everybody we were talking to was like, just motivated us to continue and to keep going, like putting the work in and keep pushing as hard as we could, because you have to put in your time. You have to put in the effort before people will actually take a second and like yeah. really kind of respect your work. Because, you know, if you're like the new kid on the block and you haven't, like, you don't have any like experience under your wing, like there's nothing there's no substance to hold on to to gravitate yeah. to and so once you have that experience and people can trust that you're here to stay your band is here to stay yeah. and you know you're not these prima donnas that come on stage and yeah. don't fit and everything i um, think also being genuine too because yeah. even with all this and all the opportunities that we've had and being able to play in front of a lot of people um being sponsored and all this different type of stuff i think that you have to stay humble because um, a lot of people will start getting into these, well, I deserve more or I deserve this, this, and this. And um, we're just grateful to be able to play a lot of the stuff and have these opportunities. And I think we, it's definitely, it catches up on you. So we had to have this conversation with each other with us three sisters and um, just be like, Hey, we need to check each other when we get into these attitudes or, um, 
we get into these late nights because it does wear and tear on you. It's not this easy lifestyle that you get to play in front of a lot of people and then you get a bunch of money and then you're just living the lifestyle. Like, no, it's, it's definitely hard work. It takes in wear and tears on your mental health and your uh, physical health. Um, but it's, we had to sit with each other and be like, Hey, I know that we're sisters and sometimes we don't want to tell each other what to do and we don't want to take that criticism, but we have to be able to be humble with each other and not let our heads get too big. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with the, the whole, you know, image of the band with, you know, next to the actual sound of the band, you were, you know, talking about how that surprises a lot of people, how, you know, how do you go about, you know, making that genuine and sort of, you know, towing that line to where it's not too gimmicky and then that's that you're being yourselves? I think it goes the line where we do something that we don't want to do because everything that we put out, we it was our ideas. We love doing it. Like we love the cheerleading outfits. We love being girly. We love pink. We love the new um, black and green ones we do. Um, we just signed, or not signed, we just um, collaborated with Gloomy Bear. So he's this like very pink bear. It's my pop socket. Um, <laughs> and uh, he is like this anime character that like. He loves destroying things. He's yeah, he's like, a wild bear. <laughs> and it's really funny, but it's super girly. And also is that like, what is that? It's like the edginess still yeah. to it. And so we collaborated on a t shirt with him, and he's like destroying a bunch of like band equipment, and like he's punching through an amp and everything yeah and so, so it's all stuff that we enjoy yeah. doing I, I, think, th I think it would cross the line when it's like we don't like it because yeah. that would relate on stage yeah and that, that awkwardness um so we're just having a good time we love doing yeah. what we want to do <laughs> <laughs> you know how do you you know you you're young you're just you know you're going on the road you're meeting all these people they're giving you advice how do you sort of like balance all that keep your mental health straight um it's definitely a lot of work and you have to be conscious through almost every decision you make mm -hmm. and through each day um because <laughs> i'm kind of off easy i don't have school me and maggie both graduated at the same time um with our bachelor degrees maggie's in crisis counseling and i did business management but Maggie's going for her master's degree. So she runs a lot of the social media and makes a lot of the, the main decisions through the label. But she's also doing her master's degree. She's also doing a lot of other stuff. Um, and then Lula does a lot of the videography. And so um, so Lula's doing all that. But she is uh, graduated from high school. But now she's still um, in college. So we just have a lot to do. Um, but we're just constantly checking in on each other. This isn't like any are all man for himself it's yeah. a circle of continuing we're in this together and i yeah. think if we didn't have that unit it would yeah. definitely it would crumble fast yeah it took a, a really big toll on us and because we are so strong together now as like a three-person unit and then also with our whole crew as well um but since we have learned such good communication skills mm -hmm. with us three we're able to really see when somebody is struggling and have yep. those tough conversations and be like listen uh, we need to figure out what's going on here so we can yeah. reevaluate and get our camp back in order. Mm -hmm. and, and we pick up the pace when someone needs to rest more and we're yeah. like, okay, it's okay for you to set this out. Let's take up the extra space for it. And uh, then we'll kind of get you back into the cycle once you yeah. are at 100%. Because um, we, we know we 
take on a lot. We know yeah. we do. We're doing everything in like two times instead of regular. Yeah. So um, it's definitely communication and looking out for each other is key. How do you balance this world where you're in the music industry, but then also, you know, going to school, uh, you know, have this other, you know, the, the other part of your life where you, you're, you're preparing, to, you know, to just learn other things and, you know, you'll have, you'll have backups if the music thing doesn't, you know, you know, work out in the long run, you know, how do you balance all that? I think it's just something that we grew up doing mm-hmm. um, because we did start doing music at such a young age. Yeah. And so we were just constantly always doing school and music at the same time. And so it kind of feels weird when we're not. <laughs> but our, our parents have always been big proponents of having like a backup plan. And so we constantly are having two or three things going at the same time. And, yeah. you know, whether that's learning how to record our own music, learning how to film our own videos or going to school and stuff like that we always are trying to broaden our uh, knowledge of how to do different things just so we could be used in different areas if something like music doesn't end up working out for us especially because when COVID happened a lot of people weren't able to continue on and so we took that (laughs) opportunity to learn how to do stuff like recording music and everything and just add more things for us to learn how to do since we had time off from performing yeah you know, what's, you know, when, when you're going through all of this, um, what, what sort of like, do you ever get the allure of the, like the music industry, like stuck in your head of, you know, of all the possibilities there? And does it, you know, have you ever, you know, wavered from the, you know, the schooling and the real life and how do you sort of, you know, get everything balanced again? Yeah, it definitely, it was a learning curve, uh-huh. um, but we had to realize what were our goals, um, and we had a lot of these conversation. It wasn't just like a once, um, okay, this is what we want to do, let's do it. It's multiple times through, uh, like, each month we'll have conversations, and we'll be on the same page and make sure we're on the same page, and we'll kind of, like, schedule out our life um, so we can help each other, help each other's goals, and make sure that we are all balanced through school and uh, doing our different things that we want. Like Maggie was going, um, wanting to, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like dive more into the recording process, um, which really helped because it, we were, got to be more involved into that process um, with our new EP that's going to come out um, really soon in May. Um, and then uh, just a bunch of different other things yeah, like but that. If we don't have those conversations, it definitely can get to the point where it's like, oh, well, I don't even want to continue doing my school because it's more yeah. fun to play music and there's so much more like free time if we're just doing that. So why would I continue doing school? But our parents have been such big proponents of having a backup plan. Yeah. And our dad um, is such a big supporter, but at the same time, his deal was if we did school, then he would support us. And so in order for us to have that backup plan guaranteed, um, that was his deal. And so it's just something that our parents helped us keep our head in the right space. So we didn't just um, end up like giving away a bunch of that. Yeah. Just Cause you know, music isn't something that is guaranteed. And I think that was something we really saw when COVID hit. And um, you know, since stuff like that can happen at a, 
a moment's notice. Yeah. You can't really plan for that stuff. And so it's good to have a backup plan. And I feel like we're really big, like, follow-throughers where we don't just start something and then stop it. We like to put our full hearts into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though we're, like, adding little things and little things into more of our, like, under our belt, it's it doesn't cloud us. Handle, so. Yeah. Okay, let's talk more about the the EP coming out. It's uh, Framing My Perception, uh, coming out on Rockfest Records on May 27th. What did, um, you know, going into this EP, you know, what did you want to, you know, uh, accomplish? You know, what do you feel like you, you know, you were able to succeed with on this um, EP? We definitely wanted to take um, just kind of a a more personal and raw approach to things. Mm -hmm. Um, because we did want to not only call out ourselves, but kind of call out a bunch of people and uh, just in the world in general. And so we, we talked about topics of just toxic relationships or kind of overworking ourselves and not taking a step back. And we really had to learn how to reevaluate the way we were seeing things in life. For a long, and for a long time, we had a difficulty um, just viewing things in a negative outlet and so in order for us to learn how to start growing from situations that we were in we had to take a step back and reevaluate and choose to see it from a positive side of things and choose to see it from a learning point and a way to grow and that helped us overcome a lot of difficult situations in our life um and so we wanted to write something explaining that and really tackling that and that's what the single from our perception is about and that's why it is a much more mellow song because we wanted it, the music to align with the message of the song and really just be about like taking a step back taking a breather and like, calming yourself and changing the way you view like your situation and like taking yourself out of that situation of like freaking out and realizing it's okay to reevaluate this and to just take a second to figure things out and you know the whole EP kind of deals with that and deals with learning how to re um, how to really change the way you approach any type of situation. Yeah, I've uh, you know I've been aware of GFM for a few years now, and I feel like this uh, you know I've I've got a chance to listen to the uh, whole EP, and I feel like it's a great step forward for the band. Um, musically, you know, was there anything, you know, what's your thoughts about this EP? Do you feel like you did anything better or anything new on this uh, new EP? I think we really pushed ourselves in the writing process um, to try new things that we, it's not like we haven't tried, but like perfected them. Um, and then we did try new things. Like I, I don't solo, but I was like, oh, I want to solo for one of these songs. Um, and... <laughs> Um, like Maggie, she was trying gutturals for the first time. And so there's some super heavy breakdowns in it. And it just, it's just so good. I, I love it. And we always try to write at least one heavy song, like heavier than the last album, heavier than the last one. Um, so there's some really cool breakdowns and some really heavy points. But the choruses, I think we really pushed yeah. ourselves as well because we didn't want to have it to be kind of just like that monotone chorus because we have found ourselves um, kind of falling into that pattern of, with the last few EPs. And so we really wanted to push ourselves in the melody aspect of mm-hmm. things. And so we have 
we were able to write these big choruses, which is something that we haven't done before. So it's really cool to see even the songs that are super heavy just open yeah. up into this, these massive like singing choruses. Um, and also lyric-wise, too, because I felt like we were getting pretty almost too basic in our lyrics. And then these, I felt like really... They really helped us open up and yeah. become very raw with the lyric writing. Yeah. You know, where did you find inspiration to sort of find, you know, those new things that you wanted to uh, try out on, on the new EP? You know, where do, where do you sort of learn to like, yo, I want to do a, ba- a breakdown like this. I want to do a melody like this. I want to write more like this. Where does that sort of inspiration come from? I think with our, the writers that we write with, they really try to pull it out, um, pull it out of us um, creatively wise. Um, we'll have to get a, a big shout out to Blaze Rojas from Seven Day Summer. He helped us um, a lot in that category because uh, he had the chance to work with us on this um, new EP. And uh, he... I don't know. It's like he—he's a—he was a family friend for a long time, but then now incorporating into the writing process, mm-hmm. it really pulled out some really interesting factors yeah. that we never—I don't know—even thought of. But it's like simple changes yeah. that, like, I, I'm trying not to like give you away things. It's difficult, but yeah, it's just—it's really interesting. The the whole you know look of the band, the style of the band. Where does that uh the, sort of like the fashion inspiration come from? There's definitely um, a lot of like streetwear and like kawaii type streetwear. That's a really big inspiration from it. Um, yeah, we're also all like, <laughs> like huge anime nerds, and so we love the like cutesy little girl who can still end up kicking your butt atmosphere, like yeah. aesthetic and everything. <laughs> yeah, and so we try to incorporate that into everything. Um, we love like the Zombieland sagas and like those types of animes where it's like kind of like Monster High looking. Uh, girls but they can still like they're like a brutal death metal band and so we love finding things like that and incorporating um like the girly aspect of that but we're also really big performance of our proponent proponents of like the 80s scene and mm-hmm. how big they were into their like look and that's why we have like the big boots we have the big hair we have the big makeup yeah. and we have the big stage performances we have the the big lights the big smoke the big like fire and everything um, and it's something that our, our parents were big, like, supporters of, because they're like, people don't want to just see you, like, play the song. They want to come to see a show. They're co- they weren't coming to be entertained, and so you have to put a show on for them. And so all of those factors just kind of combine together to make this, like, weird phenomenon of GFM. Yeah. And we enjoy it. I yeah. feel like we couldn't ever just sit there and play. Um, and not bashing on anyone that does that. Like, everyone has their right to do whatever they feel like comfortable doing performing because that's what shows through and shines through mm-hmm. your passion um but we feel like i have to run around i can't stand still <laughs> any any plans for your own uh, anime or uh, magna or comic book or whatever how, how cool would that be that would be so cool we mm-hmm. really have uh toyed with the idea of doing a dfm graphic novel for yeah. quite a while and um so that's something that's been in like the back of our minds, trying to figure out how to make that work for a good amount of time. But so I don't know. Yeah, we've definitely <laughs> been thinking about it. No, my those uh those guys over at uh, Z Two Comics, they do all those uh yeah those music comics. 
in graphic really novels. Super cool. Because we, we've seen a bunch of bands that we love doing. Yeah. And we're like, like man, that's Skillet, really cool. Starset, uh, Lights. Yeah, I think Red of, did one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of different bands. It's super cool to do one at some point. You know, outside of, you know, music, you know, you touched on it with the anime and everything. You know, what are some of your, like, your passions, your favorite things to do just to have fun? Um, we play a lot of video games. <laughs> um, Lulu actually is a Twitch streamer. Like, we, we Twitch stream, but she has her individual Kumbunawissi, and she Twitch streams a lot of games. Um, like, her favorite is, like, Valorant, um, League of Legends. And then uh, Maggie is a big reader. She <laughs> has an actual library column built into one of her walls. And she just has literally probably over hundreds of books. Um, and then I'm super into gardening. I have my own little garden. Um, I'm sad I had to leave it for like two months. <laughs> I, our brother's been like picking all of her like vegetables that have been growing and everything. Yeah. And eating them. And he's like, why are you not saving them? I was like, put them in the freezer. You do not deserve those vegetables. They're mine. And then, it looks so good. I got to eat them. <laughs> um, we're all really big into, uh, like, our health. And so um, we work out a lot. We like cooking our own food. When yeah. we're home, we do a lot of, like, cooking streams. Like, yeah. A baking stream. We make a lot of, like, bacon. It's not good for our health. We have big sweets. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all about balance. <laughs> <laughs> cooking with GFM. You know, when, you know, when you're on stage, you know, what do you hope uh, you get out of the, the audience? What do you, what, what do you hope that they get out of a show? Um, just to have a good time. Um, so uh, we are a faith-based band and we say our beliefs from stage and what we want to talk about um, anything, like having a conversation about why we believe what we believe or whatever. Um, but we also like to put out there that you don't have to believe the same things that we believe to have a good time to come to the show. Um, so we also promote that we want you to like lay down those worries that you have, all those burdens, a lot of the um, like anxiety or stress from work, from family, from and everyday life. And just come to the show and have a good time um, to mosh around, release some of that energy and uh, jump around, become friends with other people in the crowd. Um, that was one of the craziest things that um, through having Team GFM and little avenues, like we'll have our Discord and a lot of individual chats um, that people talk to each other, um, they have like been making friends with each other and driving to shows together. Um, and they said that they would have never had friends unless they would have like invited themselves into the world of GFM who had similar interests because they were just nervous to talk to people. Um, so it was really cool that our music and GFM was that platform to create bonds with people. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's really interesting and we're really grateful. And it's just cool to see how that play out. How do you, you know, how do you sort of toe that line of, you know, being, you know, a faith-based band, but not being, not trying to be too preachy about things? Yeah, it definitely is um, a line mm -hmm. to walk, and we try to make sure we're not shoving it down anybody's yeah. throat. Um, I think the main thing is, like we were saying before, it's a conversation, yeah. and if we believe something is true, then, like, how selfish do you have to be to not share it? Mm -hmm. And so... It's like, hey, it's, it's like almost saying this is my favorite movie. Like, of course, I'm going to tell you what my favorite movie is yeah. and like everything about it. Um, and then like you have every right to be like, oh, that's cool. And then you end the conversation and we talk about something else. Yeah. Um, so we just put it out there and then 
I don't know, it's just who yeah. we are, then we're gonna have a really great show. And if you don't agree with it, that's okay. Like yeah, let's I just let's listen to some good music and rock out. That's the thing that keeps it from crossing yeah. that boundary of being overbearing where if you don't believe in the same things we do, it's not something that's gonna keep you from listening to our music and it's yeah. not we're not gonna shun you from shows and like say yeah. your band for going to a GFM show, like our music is for everybody to listen to and yeah. you know, if you don't believe in the same thing that's totally okay and you know, you might have to listen to us talk about it for like ten minutes on stage, but then like that's it. Like we move on. Not even ten minutes. Not even ten minutes. <laughs> and because um, it's something we try to uh, really like make it individual on at the like, merch yeah. Table. And you know, if that's something that you're not interested in, you have all the right to be like, "Oh, I, I'm not really interested in that." And then we'll move on and have a conversation about something else. Yeah. And it's all about just kind of starting that conversation and you know feeling it out. And if people aren't comfortable with it, then we don't have to continue it. Do you, do you feel like the, the the discussions of faith are, you know, any different with your generation, your age group, than any other, like, um, generations before? Um, I think people, I go back and forth because some people I feel like are more open about it. Um, but I think it's the approach because uh, obviously some people are really rude. And so, like, why would I wouldn't even want to have a conversation with someone about the same things I believe if you're just going to yell at me or just disagree with me constantly and not even let me speak. So um, I think it goes for any generation mm -hmm. that if you're just genuine and then people want to talk about it with you. Yeah. Um, but and the conversations that we've had, um, we've been very blessed to have like really great conversations with people, especially on this tour. And, and like with any generation, too. Yeah, with any generation. Not just like kids our age. Yeah, we've talked to people our age, we've talked to people younger than us, we've talked to adults that are older than us, and they've all been just very receptive and um and everyone's been respectful. Yeah, very respectful and they've all been kind of reacting in the same way and it's not been this um like big generational gap or anything. Like it's been really cool. Yeah. Do you you know, do you feel any sort of connection just in general with um you know, your generation? you know, ushering their way into the music industry now? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And that's something that we had to kind of experience with when we first started because it was difficult for people to take you seriously because you are so young yeah. and you're, you're like getting your start in the industry and, you know, you're just a kid and everything. And so it's hard for people to take you seriously sometimes. And so after putting in, like, um, putting in the time, putting in the effort, and we're starting to see a lot more people respect us and, like, Tours like the Foggy Tour have been opened up for us and everything. And so I definitely feel for the kids that are just not getting into it because at first it is a little difficult for people to yeah. take you seriously, um, which is completely understandable, though, because, you know, you are a kid. And so sometimes you don't understand how things are, like happen and how things work in the industry. And so it is something that takes a little bit to learn. And, you know, I fully like support people going in and learning it. Um, but it's sometimes difficult for kids to get in there and to not have that chip on your shoulder and to yeah. be like, well, I'm the new generation, so I'm going to make a new way to do it. And when you're first starting out, you can't really do that. <laughs> and, um, oh, yeah. So, so it's definitely important when you are like very new to the scene and um, just everything to just really be open. And that's something that we learned, just being open and being available to take uh, like constructive criticism, um, but also taking that criticism and taking it to welcome people and, you know, getting their opinions on it as well, because a bunch of people have a bunch of different experiences in the music industry, and the more opinions and 
um, advice you can get, the more rounded that information will end up being. Um, so I, I definitely feel for the people that are starting in yeah. the industry, but I definitely support it as well because um, we do need more people. We need the next generation of yeah. musicians to start coming up. I think they are too. What's some of the, you know, the best advice that you've gotten from some of these veterans that you've been able to interact with? Um, I would say focus on like your image and who you are and ground yourself before you jump into this industry. And then also focus on like the business side of things. And I know it's not the most Mm -hmm. like sought after because it's all about music and your passion and growing that. But no one can see your passion and your talent unless you're put in front of people. Um, and that's how you do that is through the business side of things. Um, so just researching that, like copywriting who you are, um, like distributing who you are. And uh, yeah, a lot, there's like so much that goes into it. I'm like, my brain is like going different places. But um, I definitely think I would say just asking as many people for advice as yeah. as possible because somebody told us when we were doing our first album, they like, what is the worst they're going to do? Say no to you or ignore you? Like, that's the worst that's going to happen. Yeah. And so just asking for advice, asking for sponsorships, asking for spots on festivals and radio stations. And the worst that they, thing they can do is either say no or just ignore your email. And we've gotten so many opportunities just from sending emails out and just from sending requests to people. And uh, it's been really cool to see the doors that have opened. And yeah. you just have to be bold enough to send that email and to send that DM and... Sometimes that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been uh, it's been great talking with you two. Uh, I'm I'm highly impressed on <laughs> on your maturity, and you guys are. Very, I'm very I'm very impressed. You know, you guys are uh, two, the whole band's just very wise beyond their years already. So well, thank you. Know, you. <laughs> so uh, you know, good luck with everything. Where, um, before we get out of here, where can people go online to get more information about uh, about the band and just to follow all the funness of GFM? <laughs> For sure. So we have everything linked from digital download, um, music sites to social media links through everything um, through our website, www.thegfmband.com. And all the, so- the social media sites and everything are the same. They're all the GFM band, yeah. all the tags. We made it super easy. Because if they were different, we would forget them. Yeah. And so we wanted to make them all the same. So everything is about GFM band. Yeah. So it's all linked there. <laughs> awesome. It's been great talking with you. Um, you know, good luck on uh tour with Fozzie. And uh, no, good luck with everything uh, you know, coming up in the in the, the music industry and your careers. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you for having us. Giving us a platform mm-hmm. to speak who we are. All right. Y'all have a good day. Bye, bye. All right, bye. All right, everybody. That was GFM on another Fresh of the Word TV live podcast. Thanks for uh, joining in. And um, feel free to uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KeyFreshDetroit. Um, this will, uh, this, the audio will be on all the streaming, um, podcast platforms at, uh, on the fresh of the word, um, podcast stream. The video will be on YouTube and on Spotify there. You can watch the video on Spotify now. 
And uh, please uh, hit that follow button on the the Fresh is the Word TV Twitch channel, and uh, we can build this a little bit more. So uh, thank you again for uh, tuning in if you're uh, listening live or if uh, you're uh, watching later on. All right. Have a good day. Goodbye and good night.